Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. Pastor Joseph Ellis, outside of Houston, Texas, has a prophetic word for the church today. It has to do with the grace of God, the goodness of God, and how the church can be more effective. You're going to love this interview. Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. On today's show, we have a live interview via Skype with a new friend, Pastor Joseph Ellis. He is a Pentecostal pastor, a little bit of prophetic edge to him, and I wanna welcome him to the program to give us a blessing. How are you today, sir? Welcome to the show. I am wonderful. Thank you very much for having me. How are you? Good. I am excited to meet you and to hear your message about grace. And uh, introduce yourself. What is your background? Okay, well, I have uh, been in love with Jesus for over 33, 35 years now. I have traveled different states. Uh, I lived in Alaska, Puerto Rico, Hawaii. Florida, North Miami Beach, Florida, here in Texas now. Uh, I'm a father of eight children. Uh, my oldest is soon to be 19. My wife and I have been married 20 years, and we just had a two-month-old back in May of 2023, this year, uh, James. It's a blessing to be a part of the family of God, and it's a blessing to be here to share what the Holy Spirit has given me today. Well. Congratulations on your success and your beautiful family. I'm sure we'd love to meet them sometime. Uh, what is? What have you learned from all of the different places that you've lived in? It seems like you've been all over. Yes, sir. What I have learned is that people are hurting all over. People have needs. People are the same in whatever city you go into. You have people that are hungry for God, and you have those that are not, those that... Uh, have an understanding of the work that God wants to do in us. And some are just skating through just every day, just no experience, no anointing, no, no fundamental with the scripture says that he has come to give us abundance of life. A lot of Christians do not experience abundance of life. And I'm not just saying around money. It's not money that I'm talking about, wealth. It's, it's about the relationship with Jesus the Christ. It's about when you're speaking and you're listening, you hear him when he speaks. It's, it's about getting into the word of a God and having a hunger and thirst after the word of God that will transform your life. If, if we, uh, doctor, if, if we are walking in Christ, there must be evidence of transformation. If, there, if the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost, the comforter is in us, there has to be a change. We cannot remain the same. And it's, it's, it's all over the country, every place I've lived. I see that there is a, a lacking, a, relax, a, a lack of ignorance. Uh, ignorance, actually, is just lack of diligence in the body. And God has put us here for a purpose. We are significant. 
we are very significant, even in these these difficult times in which we live now in our country, in our world even. So you seem to have some experience with, uh, as you say, receiving the Holy Ghost. Is that different than receiving Jesus? Are we comparing the second person of the Trinity to the third person of the Trinity? Of course, we all love the Father through the Son, uh, but, but the Holy Spirit comes into us and he dwells inside of us in the person of Jesus inside of us. Um, can you explain the difference between being born again and being baptized in the Holy Ghost? Okay. We accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior. He, we, we confess our sins. We acknowledge what he has done for us on Calvary. We acknowledge the fact that he has opened up access again to the Father as it was in the beginning. We had access through Adam while we were in his loins before he decided to commit sin. We, were, we had access to the Father. He wants to take us back through Jesus so we can go right back to where we were in the beginning while we're in Adam's loin. He wants us, and, and only access to the Father is through his son, Jesus. The Holy Ghost comes, Jesus said it in his word. He said, I have to go because if I don't go, then I can't send you the comforter then the Holy Ghost would not come if Jesus was still walking upon the earth. So therefore he had to be taken up, he told his disciples, so therefore the Holy Ghost can come in and he does what? He does exactly what Jesus said when he was talking to, this, to his disciples. He said, I do only what I see my Father do. The Holy Spirit dwelling in the inside of us, he is in communication with the Father. He is third person of the Trinity. So therefore, when he sees the Father doing, amen, then it will come to our spirit, and therefore it is up to us, our choice still, whether we will act upon that which we see the Father doing through the Holy Ghost or not, or what the Father is saying through the Holy Ghost or not, because we still have that free will to either obey or not to obey. Amen to that. So. Jesus, of course, uh, came in the flesh and died on the cross for our sins, and he made a way for us to be restored to that relationship to the Father, like Adam and Eve had with the Father when they were walking in the garden. Um, but since he ascended to heaven bodily, his, his, his body not only was raised from the dead, but he ascended into heaven, now he comes back as the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, the third person of the Trinity is Jesus, but he comes to dwell inside of us and give us that personal power to overcome sin, to live a sanctified life, and to minister the gospel to others. So right. that's the kind of uh, relationship with God that you can have, a personal one inside of you. More with Joseph Ellis right after this. How is your marriage doing? Ladies, would you like to learn how to get your husband to love you the way Christ loves the church? Men, would you like your wife to show proper respect? You know, there's a Bible way to have a godly marriage. I'm not saying I'm the expert, but we interview in a four-part video teaching series, a marriage and family ministry expert, Vince Dacchioli. And we go through the scriptures in four different parts. Part one is God's design for man and woman. Part two is godly roles for husband and wife. 
three is sex and intimacy within godly marriage, and also God's plan for divorce. You wanna have this important four-part video series available for a suggested donation of $30 if you call our toll-free prayer line at 866-Obey-God. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D, or visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org. Today I wanna to invite you to sign an important petition to Congress to protect military chaplains, especially their right to pray publicly in Jesus' name. If you remember my story, you know that I was vindicated by Congress in 2006 after I took a principled stand for the right to pray in Jesus' name. But Congress never did pass a positive law to let chaplains pray according to their conscience. Would you sign that petition with me? Let's take action today. Empowering you, the grassroots activist. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps, joined again by Pastor Joseph Ellis, who is a Pentecostal pastor, a family man, and successful world traveler. Pastor, um, you were explaining before the break about the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Did you have an experience with that? I did, I did. I, uh, this was, as I said, back in 1988, so I could have been 34, 35 years, when I received my salvation and received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. I was uh, in, a, in a home, in somebody's the person's home. I went left the church because there was a, a uh, overwhelming uh, presence of people trying to conduct to me, trying to instruct me, better word, on what to do to receive of the Holy Spirit. And one was saying one thing, another one was saying another. And, and there's a lot of voices out there in the world. But you have to be careful of the voices that you're hearing. I digress for a minute. You see, not to say these people that were talking to me were evil. I'm not saying that. I'm saying is that even in today's life, there are a lot of voices being spoken, a lot of things you're hearing. But you had the, the Bible says that my people so know my voice, and another they will not follow. They will, we will know the voice of the shepherd. And the only way to know the voice of the shepherd is to know the word of God. But as I was being instructed, it was confusion. So I went to this person's house, and I sat down, and I began to throw my hands up and began to worship, began to thank God that what he did for me on the cross and and when I began to worship him and began to praise him, I felt his presence. His presence came over me, and then, therefore, I began to speak in another tongue. Now, I know some will say that that is the only evidence of being filled with the Holy Spirit. That is not the only evidence. You see, because the enemy mimics God, and the enemy himself can speak in tongues. He, 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 he mimics. He, he, all he can do is mimic. So it's not the only evidence. The, the evidence of being filled with the presence of God is your transformation. Is if you do, if you, do you still think the way you thought? Do you still live the way you live? How can we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? The book of Romans tells us it's impossible. We can, if we're dead to it, we shouldn't be living in it. So there should be transformation that takes place in our lives. Now, I'm not saying that if you just got saved yesterday, amen, or a week ago, that immediately you're going to be, no, it's a process. It's a process. It's a process. As you seek God, as you reach for God, therefore his spirit, his, his, his transformation power will begin to work out of you. It is what comes out of a man. 
what's in a man will come out. As a man thinketh in his heart, so will he. So there should be a transformation power coming out. But I, as, as I just said, I began to speak with other tongues, tongues that I did not understand. I still speak in tongues today. Amen. But the greatest, the greatest transformation, the greatest evidence is the transformation of your life. So there is an element of, of sanctification of, of our, our soul, right? Uh, I like to think sometimes, and, and I was taught, we, we are a spirit, we have a soul, and we live in a body. But all three of those will be transformed. Our spirit is transformed when we're born again. Uh, you know, the old is gone and the new, the, we're a new creation, right? Uh, our soul is being sanctified um, immediately from known sins as we repent, and gradually from unknown sins as we learn. Um, but, but that sanctification is the transformation process that you're talking about. That sanctification, that inward and outward holiness is the best, ex the best proof, I think, that the Holy Spirit is dwelling in us because he gets rid of our selfishness and he brings us into a, into a love of God and neighbor. Um, yes. But then the third transformation has yet to happen and that is when our bodies are transformed either upon death as we're resurrected and we're given a new body, or in the rapture, when, when, when uh, the dead are raised and we're all you know, in heaven with the Lord to be with him forever. So that is, that, that bodily transformation has yet to occur. But today you're talking about the transformation of our soul. And our soul is made up of our mind and our will and our emotions. And those come under the submission of Christ um, and then you also get to speak in tongues on top of that. So that's kind of cool that you have this, this special prayer language that gives you direct access to the Father. Even when your mind is unfruitful, your spirit is able to pray. Can you explain that a little better? Yes, and it is, it is fascinating. Um, as we know that the spiritual warfare is, is real. There are devils and demons that seek to kill, destroy, that's all they do. And when a person has been given the gift to speak in other tongues, there's a direct language to God through the spirit that it communicates to the Father where the enemy does not understand. You see, Daniel, if you remember in the book of Daniel, that Daniel had prayed and his prayers were being hung up because of a battle. Michael the archangel came and told him, we heard you, but we were delayed by the prince of Persia. We were delayed because the prayers, the seed going up to God is taking up. And therefore the angels have to get the message to God. Therefore the message is coming back down that brings forth the harvest. In other words, what I'm saying is if we are calling out for God, and we have a need for him. And see, we have to remember this when we're praying, is that things don't happen right away all the time. Sometimes we pray and there's a delay. Doesn't mean God did not hear you, but there's spiritual warfare going on that may be delaying the answer you need or the, the, the answer to your question or whatever you may have need of. It is, it is a, a direct language that we speak to God to where the enemy does not understand, nor does the person or yourself either. 
and your mind is still focused and, and conscious of what your your everyday life. I can speak in tongues right now, and I can still know exactly I'm thinking about what's going on here right now. So it's it's not an interference. It is a spiritual language to God through your spirit. I like the way that you phrase that, and it's it's new to me, and I haven't fully processed what you're saying about when we speak in tongues, when we're praying in our prayer language to God, it, it's, it's like it opens a channel of communication direct from us to the Father and, and Him back to us. But the interaction with the angels and demons around us is curious to me. How do you, how do you interact with those and what does it have to do with your prayer language? Well, let's say for instance, um, the enemy does what? As I said, he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. So he's watching. He has demons watching. He had us watch when we came out of the womb. Uh, studying our behavior, studying our studying different things. That's why um, when when he comes to to interfere with the things that, like for instance, um, if if you you have peace in your home, let's say that things are going well and you are getting along with your wife and your family and everything, and all of a sudden one of your children decide they want to act up and they want to do something totally opposite of their character. Now, they decided to make that decision to do that knowing the rules of the home. But it was being provoked because that which is manifested in the flesh is provoked by the spiritual. That your will be done in heaven as it is in earth. Father, so therefore, our prayers have to be, Lord, protect my family Give them, my children, give my wife the, the knowledge of their surroundings and of the, the, the thoughts that are coming to our mind. That's why sanctification is so important. See, he, God said, let your mind, let your mind have the mind of Christ. Therefore, so therefore we are to think on certain things, because if not, then we open it up for the enemy to come in, just like Peter, if you remember when Jesus asked Peter, well, who do people say that I am? And then in the, very, in, the next very, in the next verse, Jesus said, get behind me, Satan. He wasn't talking about Peter having Satan in him, but he was talking about that Satan was using his mouthpiece, using his emotions to say something that did not cherish life but death. So it's important that, that we, we understand when we are praying that we are, have been instructed to cast down. We have been instructed to bind into loose. We have been instructed that we have the preeminence over the enemy as a child of God. We are not subject. He does not, he's not, doesn't rule over us. Jesus took back the key. So therefore we have the power to speak and to live and to create because we have the spirit of God in us. Amen to that. Okay, we gotta take another break. More with Pastor Joseph Ellis right after this. Hi, I'm Dr. Chaps. I wanna introduce my friend, Mike Lindell, who wants to help support our ministry in the work of PIJN News. Uh, Mike, what do you think? Well, I think everybody out there, y'all need to get behind Pray in Jesus' Name's ministry. Dr. Chaps here, but this great ministry needs your support and you can, you should donate to it. You can also use your promo code PRAYNEWS and anything you're getting from my pillow with big discounts, 
a lot of those proceeds are coming right back. I'm going to put them right back into this, into your amazing charity and show. Well, thank you, sir. I accept that endorsement and we support your work at MyPillow.com. Remember everybody, when you visit, use the promo code PRAYNEWS, you get a big discount and our charity gets a little bit of help. So thank you, Mike Lindell, for your support. They get a lot of help, not a little bit, a lot of help. <laughs> we need all we can get for Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You're still looking good. I'm still feeling good. You know, I've got all your MyPillow products. Mattress topper, bed sheets, MyPillows, towels, slippers, blankets, sleepwear, dog Whoa, bed. whoa, Charles. Everyone now can get MyPillow products at huge discounts at MyPillow.com. That's right. Now's the time to go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to take advantage of our three-in-one sale. We're bringing you exciting new products, overstock specials, and closeout deals you won't find anywhere else. For example, when you buy one of our brand new MyPillow 2.0s, you get another one absolutely free. And with our overstock sale, you save 50% on our luxurious Giza Dream bed sheets. That's as low as $29.99 for the best sheets ever. And with our biggest closeout special, you get our all-season slippers for only $35 or our sandals and slides for just $25. Quantities are limited and once they're gone, they're gone. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell and due to your incredible support, the original My Slippers are almost completely sold out. As a special thank you, I am launching my brand new all season slippers, slides and sandals for as low as $29.98. This is a limited time offer, so go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code and you'll get all my new footwear for as low as $29.98. My all-season slippers are made with my exclusive four-layer design that you won't find in any other slipper. They're finished with a breathable fabric so you can wear them all year round. And my new slides and sandals are made with patented impact gel, making them ultra comfortable and extremely durable. I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable footwear you'll ever own. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen now to get your very own all-season slippers, slides, and sandals for as low as $29.98 with your promo code. This is an introductory offer and it won't last long, so order now. Stay tuned for the end of our show to learn how to partner with this ministry. Here's Dr. Chaps. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Chaps. Uh, Pastor Joseph Ellis from Houston is explaining to us the, the, the baptism in the Holy Spirit, but also the effectiveness of our prayer language and how that interacts with the spiritual world around us. The angels who are empowered by our prayers, just like in Daniel when he was fasting, the angel was fighting through for those 21 days and finally overcame the devil, the enemy who was hindering the message from God, which came back, back to Daniel. Uh, and, and here uh, he is again. Uh, do, you, do you hear from God when you speak in tongues? Yes, yes. Now, do I hear, in other words, I, I don't, God is not, the Father is not giving me the interpretation of tongues. In other words, different languages. But when I pray in tongues, I receive a, a word from God in my spirit. It doesn't happen all the time. It doesn't happen immediately. Sometimes I could be, it could be hours away and I've got through praying and, and worshiping the Lord in tongues, singing in tongues. And hours later, he will speak to me. He will quicken me. It's something, even something in the scripture that I'm, I'm seeking a deeper understanding of, something that happened a month ago. 
and <laughs> it's fascinating. And he will speak to my spirit and let me know what it is I need to know. Or he will speak to me about my children. Uh, there's something going on with them that I need to go talk to one of them or my wife that she needs this he, he, or, or, or even a stranger on the street. He will quicken me, speak to my spirit and let me know what I need to do. Sometimes I know in part and sometimes he'll let me know what I need, to, actually what I, all I need to know in order to address that situation. But again, God works, he speaks sometimes to where I am just, I'm, I'm, I'm putting something out there and I have no idea how it's affecting the person that's hearing. Right. You see, because the Holy Ghost, he knows exactly what you and I need. <laughs> Glory to God. I, he knows exactly. I like the way you explain that. It's, it's like sometimes when you're speaking in tongues to God, your mind is unfruitful. You have no idea what you're saying. Uh, but then later comes the return communication. And, and I'm gonna call that the interpretation. It, it may not happen in the same moment. It may happen hours later or days later, but then the Bible says tongues plus interpretation equals prophecy. And that prophetic word, which comes back to you either for yourself and your own edification or to speak it forth into your children's life, your, your family's life, your spouse, uh, or in the church, in the church setting. And I think God has given you wisdom today to share with our audience. We have just 90 seconds left, but somebody is curious about this, and I wonder if you would lead them in a word of prayer. Right now, Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you so much for this opportunity. Thank you for allowing us to be a part of your family. Lord, I pray for those that have heard this message that are unsure, maybe a little confused. I pray that the seeds that were planted today will not be pulled up but I pray that you water those seeds and that you give understanding to them who are inquisitive, who are hungry, who want to know more about you, who want to dig deeper in you. For you said, seek and ye shall find, knock and the door shall be opened. Father, I pray for everyone that sees this message that they will be changed, they will be touched, that the anointing will touch them and change them. And, and, and bring them to a, a deeper understanding and a more effective more effectiveness in their life, that the light of Christ Jesus will shine through them. Hallelujah. For you have called the light to shine on a hill. Lord, I pray that you, everyone will be touched, touched and moved by your spirit when they see this, and that they will go forward in such a greater anointing as, as, as Saul went and met the prophets, the, the prophet told him, you will be a changed man. I, I pray that this word will change someone. Hallelujah. And seeking you deeper and looking for more revelation of Jesus to Christ. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you for Dr. Chaps and the organization. Pray you continually bring fruit to this ministry in the name of Jesus. I thank you. In your holy name, I pray. Jesus the Christ. Amen. Amen. Pastor has several messages. You got to find them on Facebook, though. Go into the friend window and search for Joseph Ellis Jr., like Junior. Yeah. Joseph Ellis Jr. You can hear more of his prophetic teaching there. Our website is PrayInJesusName.org. We're out of time, but if you need prayer or you just prayed from us with us, if you felt a blessing right now, pick up the phone and call us at 866 Obey God. That's 866 O B E Y G O D. 
We'll see you next time. Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best financial donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray In Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll free right now, 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org.